now. Let's get some more reaction uh, to that FTA with the EU that was signed overnight. Rod Oram is our business commentator. Hey, Rod. Good evening, Heather. Well, apparently it's the Vogue thing today to, to rate it out of 10. So give it a rating out of 10. Uh, I'm looking at the big picture. I would say a seven. Okay, why? Um, because um, it's very forward-looking in a number of respects, Will I come back to. And there's actually a bit more there for meat and dairy than they're complaining about. So it was very unrealistic they were going to get a big breakthrough in those two sectors because those are too important to the um, EU, those two farming sectors. But they are getting some extra quota worth about $600 million a year. And um, that opens up trade for them for the first time in some, dairy, in some particular dairy products. And um, the, these negotiations have been going on for four years. So the idea that somehow keep going would make progress on that, I think it was crazy. So I think it's best to look forward. And in looking forward, um, this is the first trade deal that the EU signed with any country under its new trade and sustainable development framework. So there's some really interesting things there that link into sustainability. I'm particularly keen to see a chapter, because um, we have no idea what the text looks like, on sustainable food systems. And I just have a question about whether there's some things in there um, that um, our food producers need to be taking um, a lot of um, uh, uh, you know, pay a lot of attention to. Then there's a whole bunch of positives. So um, this is a free trade agreement. So 97% of exports uh, to the EU will be duty-free, 91% uh, straight away once this comes in effect. And as you've heard already, that's good for kiwi fruit, wine, onions, etc. And that's the savings about $150 million a year um, for our exporters. And there's access for the first time um, to the EU's government procurement market, which is huge. And, and so there's all sorts of very forward-looking things there about a different kind of, I would say, modern trade agreement rather than uh, just give us more access for our um, meat and dairy. Don't we need more access for our meat and dairy, Rod? Because if the aim of the game is to diversify away from China, it's not really giving us that as an option, is it? Well, um, you know, we're um, no, um, but um, there are plenty of other markets. There are other markets in the world, and, yeah. and I think the fixation with um, the dairy and meat sector on the EU, knowing how hard those uh, politically those are, I just think that they're wasting their time developing new yeah. markets. Okay, so do you think this gives us the opportunity to, 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 to diversify within our economy? Yes, um, because um, this opens up the EU to um, other sectors in ways that they haven't had before. Um, yeah. You know, not in a big way, but um, it you know it sets a framework for that. But there is a very big but on this. This deal is worth more to the EU countries than to us. Now we've already got an imbalance of two to one. You know, their exports to us versus um, their ours to them. The EU is well ahead on that. Um, and um, the reckoning on this one is that um, our export revenues to the EU will rise about $1.8 billion a year by 2035. But the EU's um, exports to us will rise by 4.5 billion euros a year by that point. So there is a, a, a big imbalance of there. And I, I, you know, that is a big but. But I still think you have to look at the overall structure of this um, rather than get fixated about old, old problems that are never going to be resolved, like saying to you, give us a more quota on meat and dairy. <laughs> Rod, thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Rod Orma, business commentator.